0: You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Now let's get back to the studio.
1: Hour two of the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular. Uh, remember that tune? Second verse, same as the first. Well, I'm bringing it up uh, only because it rhymes. Because our second hour is uh, will be nothing like the first. So We're still the Illini Guys. Larry, Mike, and Brad. Illinois is still going to play at Virginia, and we'll hear again from head coach uh we're still wearing orange but we're still old yeah yeah that's true
2: uh, well we still have we still have a cool website line guys.com with the best insider stuff
3: yeah 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 good point there and uh our, our wives and kids might still love us
1: yeah uh, look, we're gonna flip a coin we think that's probably the case okay all right well so all right, a lot hasn't changed since our one. <laughs> we hope uh, you guys have convinced me. Uh, we do know this. We're convinced of this much. Um, Kedrick Prince working the phones. We'll have the latest in uh, Keds Recruiting Roundup coming up in a few minutes. Brandon Wildman's on his way. He has his eye on the lines. And uh, Sturdy caught up with a Virginia insider on his Sturdy for 30 podcast to get his take on the game. So we'll have that coming up this hour. Another very busy hour here on the Atlanta Guys Sports Spectacular. Illinois at Virginia in a game that marks some program first. It's the first ever regular season meeting between these two. Illinois has won a pair of bowl games over the Cavaliers, and it's the Illini's first ever football game ever in the Commonwealth of Virginia.
3: I think didn't Illinois beat them like 63 to 21 in a bowl game? Was that yes. Ron Turner era, As I recall, maybe I'm just remembering some uh, positive history, but yeah, no, that was, I remember that game. That was awesome. I was like, so sold on only, like, Oh, we're going to be great for the next 20 years after that game. So, <laughs> um, so I have positive memories against Virginia. No. um, So this one might be a little different. Hopefully it turns out the same way. Yeah. I, I
2: have those, I had that same thought. I thought, wow, with this bowl game, we're set, we're ready to go. And and then uh, apparently that was a, a, a false start, and that was that. Um, I do think this Virginia team is interesting because uh, Bronco Mendenhall is coaching this team the way you would coach a basketball team. He gets the ball in the hands of the people that he thinks are his best playmakers. And I think that's going to be quite a challenge for the Illini as they go and go up against this team because they've got some guys who are studs
1: you know brad referring to the micron pc bowl that i don't think even exists anymore whatever micron pc was but uh mike you're right you know i'm concerned with the virginia quarterback brennan armstrong he threw for 336 yards given it was against william mary in last week's opener but i'm I'm still having nightmares with the harris to franklin matchup that just abused the illini secondary last week with uh, utsa Here's hoping that they shored some things up on defense.
2: Yeah, the, o- the only thing I can think of is it is a little scary what happened, and yet it seems like the Illini do a good job, uh, particularly on the coaching staff, of making adjustments. And And my big thing that I'm putting all my chips in the corner is hoping that uh, the fact that it's William and Mary will made that Virginia team look much more effective. and And really, they're going to be having to You know, keep up with the Illini, who's played two good teams already, and this will be Virginia's first battle against a you know a P five team. I got all my chips in that corner because if 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 Virginia looks as good against us as they did against Bill and Mary, we're in trouble.
4: Hey guys, Patrick here. I gotta tell you, I agree with you, Mike, wholeheartedly. I went back, watched the highlights of that Bill and Mary game, and there's four guys on Virginia. There's number two, number five, ninety nine, and ninety eight. That's the four numbers you need to basically look at. And basically, all you need to realize is that they will make mental mistakes, as they, meaning Virginia and Illinois, will pounce on that.
3: Well, I hope that they're making the mental mistakes and not Illinois not lining up correctly like <laughs> they did last week. So we hope. <laughs> now, I w- i will say one thing: Virginia does get um, one of their most prolific players as their tight end. Um, he's a big kid, six, seven, 265 pounder, who's going to be playing this week, uh, should be back to hundred percent. So they might even be more formidable, but I, I do mm-hmm. think William and Mary just terrible. And so at, with William and Mary being not very good, I, I think Illinois, maybe they, you know, can surprise them early and, you know, make it, maybe they run a couple, we haven't seen any kind of magical trick plays yet. I mean, you know, other than I guess, throw it to do span. Um, but I mean, I think maybe they do a couple of things and get out on top and then you put some pressure on them and then it's, it's harder for them. So that's the way I like it. I mean, you're on the road. You really have, I look at Illinois having really nothing to lose in this game. So bring out, bring it out, throw everything out, all the stops, you know, you, you throw the kitchen sink at them, whatever you have to do.
2: <laughs> yeah, and it does, it does sound like Virginia, maybe in the boat of, counting their chickens before they hatch. I think – I don't know that they're real concerned about playing Illinois, and that may play to uh, Coach Bielma's advantage. I know that when I used to coach, when people didn't respect my team, that was an easy way to fire the players up, and maybe that gets them the first quarter that we've been missing the last two games. Well,
1: that's the thing, too. You're right. The slow starts uh, have not helped. If you can just get out and get some points in the first quarter, who knows – how things go the rest of the way.
3: Circuit just give me some points, any points in the first quarter and it'll be like a win, right? We haven't <laughs> scored yet in the first quarter and get like 50 yards and a field goal. And we're, we're good.
4: At least catch like three or four passes as well. One of them being a touchdown <laughs> in the first quarter, Comple- com-
3: complete a pass. That would be nice.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I would look, we want to shoot for, more than 35 yards of offense in the first quarter.
3: <laughs> Not looking for
1: much. Not looking for much on this. Uh, well, we will uh, hear from Brett Bielema in this hour as well. We'll get his thoughts in terms of uh preparing a team after a loss. Again, trying to build the culture here as he is uh, just two games into his tenure in Champaign. As we get ready for kickoff. Um Now, coming up, how about some future Illini a new name in the mix and Kedrick and Brad are really excited about this kid and Illinois prospects to land him. We'll talk all about that. The recruiting roundup. Get your lasso ready. That's next on the Illini guys sports spectacular.
0: You have a lot to look forward to growing your family, opening your own business, retiring to travel, leaving your legacy. Busey Bank is here to help you celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work with thoughtful advice, trusted resources, and proven results. Busey is proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini, a champion for purpose and progress since 1868. Member FDIC. Getting out of the military, I was missing this camaraderie. It's frustrating when you try and talk to people that don't understand. I still had the anger, I still had the addictions, but
2: we didn't talk about that
4: came to a point where it's like, okay, I really need to talk to somebody about this. Family more or less encouraged me, you know, go, go to the VA. It's okay to go get help. It's okay to talk to people because it takes true strength to ask for help. Hear veterans' real stories of
5: strength and recovery at maketheconnection.net.
1: We are the Illini Guys. This is the Sports Spectacular powered by IlliniGuys.com. That's dot com. The best analysis, insider info, and the message forums. I mean, we have some really talented writers on staff, but let's not discount how smart our, our members are. I mean, we have some really good, usually really enlightened exchanges yeah, once in a while, there's a knucklehead. We just kick them out and put them in jail. You know, that's all we do. But, yeah, but, but no, no, no. We're, we're very proud of the IlliniGuys.com <laughs> community. Uh, come and check us out. Free giveaways, in fact. I mean, uh, in just a few months here, we've given away Illini tickets, Cubs tickets. We had the $1,000 bracket challenge last March. We gave away a resort stay in Maui. Now we're giving away college scholarships. I mean, we're givers. We're, we, we give. We give. We givers. IlliniGuys.com. Join us in our members-only game room during Illini Games for real-time analysis Um, It's really interesting to follow Matt Stevens and Brad Sturdy and our team of experts. Um, And I'm going to let you in a little secret. The stuff you are about to hear in Keds Recruiting Roundup has been on the IlliniGuys.com message board for days. So if you want to really know immediately, you got to join and be on the message boards. We just got to come in and give you some tidbits, sprinkle some goodness here. Every weekend. Uh, No breaking news, really. We're just going to kind of get caught up a little bit Uh, with that. No introduction, further introduction needed. IlliniGuys.com director of recruiting, Kedrick Prince, here
3: to educate the rest of us.
6: How are you guys doing this evening? Thanks for having me. Appreciate it.
3: Hey, Ked. Illinois threw out a new offer um, in the last few days, and it seems like uh, he's a kid that is really good, um, really highly coveted by other big Ten teams. Put up 53 and 23. And no, that is not a, uh, I did not misspeak. 53 and 23 in the Pangos All Star game. Um, Jackson Kohler, uh, Ked, you got a chance to talk to him. What can you tell me about him and Illinois' chances?
6: Well, I'll tell you what, I talked to him earlier in the week, and you're exactly right. I think Illinois um, has put themselves in a good situation with him. They offered him earlier this week. Um, this kid has over 25 Division I offers, so he's not flown under the radar. He's a legitimate four-star recruit. I like his size, his ability to be able to take people inside, outside. He likes the pick and pop part of of college basketball, which really which really intrigues him with the University of Illinois, um, because he's seen Illinois do that a lot um, with Georgia. They try to do with Georgia a little bit and a little bit with Coleman Hawkins. So, I like this kid. And I think. Illinois has a good shot with him because of the relationship he's had with Chester Frazier. I know some of these other schools have offered him early, but Illinois has stayed in with him. So the timing of the offer people really shouldn't look at, I don't think, but I, I know he has two visits left and I know Illinois is trying to get one of those and I like their chances. I'd tell you the, the other two players that I
2: get excited about was one that I got a chance to see down here in Texas, Cam Corn, the big power forward. And, of course, Cam Whitmore, who is the super athlete at the three. Brad, what what, what are you hearing on those two?
3: Yeah, I think um, Illinois had those guys on official visits a couple of weeks ago. Whitmore, of course, is an elite five-star level kid. Um, I, I think he – Illinois put their best foot forward. They did a great job with him, but he still has a visit to Villanova. So, if you're not out in front before he visits Villanova – and you're probably behind it. I think that's going to be tough. Cam Corn is uh, a kid, um, you know, who, you know, I'll let Ked to expand on him. He's talked to him a little bit. Cam is a kid who Illinois thought they were in good position with, but it doesn't look quite as good as it did. Does it, Ked?
6: No, it really doesn't. Um, you know, and there's been a great relationship, you know, again, with coach Chester Fraser, assistant coach Chester Fraser, and Cam Korn. um, Chester has known him for a long time and he visited Illinois like Brad mentioned. And, you know, I have to be honest, I really think at one point in time, Illinois was the clear, clear leader, you know, and now, you know, his visit to Florida State has really, really changed his mind a little bit. Um, Florida State, Coach Leonard Hamilton is selling their whole NBA dream, which I kind of understand and I don't blame them. Uh, I don't blame his family. I know Illinois is planning on going down there to visit Cam again or to talk to his family. Hopefully that they can make up some ground again because he's a kid that they've been in on for a very long time. It will be a tough loss if they did lose him to Florida State. But, again, they're going to continue to recruit. And, you know, we all know that they're looking for some size in that 2022 class.
4: And football-wise, Kat, who's hot on the Illini Trail? There's a quarterback, right?
6: Oh, yeah. You talk about, you know, being hot early in the, in the week. i tell you what, I talked to 2023 uh, pro-style uh, recruit Reese Mooney, who has well over 20-something offers as well. Um, he visited Illinois and he's from Louisiana. He was there during the uh, Nebraska game. Um, it's kind of a hush-hush situation. A lot of people didn't know about him but he is a, a 6'2", 3-star, three three star, like I mentioned, a pro-star quarterback, kind of what Illinois and Coach Bieleman wants to run. Um, he, is, uh, he likes Maryland. He likes Miami and Cincinnati. But I think at this point, I, I want to say Nebraska is the leader, but he did say that Illinois made up a lot of ground with him on that visit. So they only put themselves in a good situation to, to land this kid. Um, September 15th is what he told me the day he's going to try to pick uh, to narrow his list down to four to six schools.
1: Wow. That's pretty early for it. I mean, he's only a junior, right? You said class of 2023. Correct. Wow. Do you feel I like it could be a, could be a piece of that could be a, be one of the six.
6: I do think so. I, I kind of, I tried to get a, a cheat cheat on the kid to get a feel for him. And <laughs> he just said, no, I won't, I can't tell you that, but he did say this though, which I thought was impressive. He said, a guys will know on the 15th. So I was I was impressed with that. So he knew he knew about com. So that was pretty impressive. Everybody knows
2: about Kedrick at aligniguys.com. <laughs> especially,
3: especially the moms, right? Isn't that the, isn't that the joke? Go. Get in good with the moms. Get in good.
6: Whatever works. <laughs> Those of you not
1: on the IlliniGuys.com message board, you get uh, a little inside uh, humor there that uh, all the recruit moms uh, love Kedrick. Hey, one more thought on uh, on Cam Coren. Um Kedrick, we've got about uh, 30 seconds left here. Um, I know that from the beginning, Chester Frazier was in on this kid even before Chester took the Illinois job. Um, how crucial is it for him? He's done such a fantastic job since uh, coming back to campus as an assistant. Um, has he got the trick up his sleeve? Do you think to, to get this kid to, to commit?
6: Well, anybody that talks to Cam, you know, he'll, he'll tell you, Chester is the biggest reason Illinois is involved. And he talks to him like a brother and a dad and a father. So that's going to be a feather in Illinois cap. At the end of the day, I think when they go meet with him, Larry, I think that's going to be a coaching sale.
1: Well, and, and it's, it's, it's tough with Florida state. I I think, maybe a a program that maybe nationally they don't get the credit in terms of bringing in kids and giving the NBA. When you think about a school that, that a program that has had six first round picks in the last six years, you don't associate Florida state with that, but that's what they've done. And kids are lottery picks. I mean, they're, they're, they're going fourth. They're going 11th. Um, Leonard Hamilton um, has done a tremendous job down there. I met you on the Illini board earlier this week that he's somebody that Leonard Hamilton is so old. Some people were surprised by this. He was an assistant coach on Kentucky's 1978 national championship team.
4: Wow, I learned something new today. Wow,
1: Me that, I mean, he's like he's, he's like 73 or something. But but Google Leonard Hamilton
3: and yeah. um, not even Mike's he, that old. Exactly.
2: Hey, I, I at least remember Joe B. Hall. <laughs> yeah, he
6: looks good though. He looks really good.
1: He looks great and uh and he's a formidable opponent in terms of uh to try to get this young man Cam Cor and we want him in uh, in champagne. Hey uh, Kedrick Prince always good to talk to you director of recruiting com. we'll see you next week.
6: Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, right.
1: Ken. It's Ken's Recruiting Roundup. No lasso effect this time. We'll get it next time. Hey, Brandon Wildman is up next with his eye on the lines. Week one in the NFL. We'll find out who he likes here in the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular. You're tuned in to the Sports Spectacular on the Illini Guys
4: Radio Network. They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a free consultation, 303-957-3092. That's Neon Rain at 303-957-3092. Or visit them at neonrain.com.
1: Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows, or door, worn-out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom, or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out trusted by chicagoland since 1950 find out why hx gets an a plus rating by the better business bureau call today 224-880-6000 that's hx home solutions 224-880-6000 mention code ncaa and schedule your free estimate once again 224-880-6000 hx home solutions
6: i'm morgan freeman i'm not a doctor but i trust science And I'm told that for some reason, people trust me. So here I am to say, I trust science and I got the vaccine. If you trust me, you'll get the vaccine. In math, it's called the distributive property. In people, it's called taking care of one another. Get the vaccine. Help make our world a safe place for us to enjoy ourselves again, please.
2: Welcome back to the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular powered by IlliniGuys.com. The weekly podcast, the series, Eye on the Lines is back. It drops every Thursday on IlliniGuys.com. And the man who always has his eye on the lines is joining us now. Brandon Wildman is checking in. Brandon, what games do you like this week?
7: Yeah, you know, coming off a of, uh, you know rough one and two, awful rice beat. Um, we're gonna start with NC State minus two and a half over Mississippi State. You know, Mississippi State was about to lose a lot of tech. They had to come back from down downing like twenty. Um, I love this NC State defense. Um, they're just very they like to they like to blitz. They let this offensively they run the ball very well. So, well, it's a small number. And then you know, moving on next game, we're gonna go Rutgers minus two and a half against Syracuse. Syracuse was a short favorite over Ohio last week. They won by 20. Uh, but then again, Ohio's not going to be a very good MAC team this year. And I'm buying Rutgers. I, I think they're going to be a, a solid Big Ten West team. Um, they blew out Temple. They scored 60-plus points, ran the ball very well, and they defended the rush very well. And that's kind of what Syracuse is trying to do this season. And then we're going to move on into the NFL. For when NFL's back, I'm going to take the ugliest game on the board. I'm taking the Texans Jaguars over 44 and a half. Neither team has a defense. um, And in my opinion, a bad offense can still score on an awful defense. Um, So we're going to go over 44 and a half. I see like a 24, 21 game, 28, 24. Uh, I don't really see that being too difficult
3: to get to. So how good is, is Rutgers really that good? I mean, uh, maybe I'm, crazy. I just, I guess maybe you're, you're saying that neither one of them are very good. I don't know. Maybe that's it. I don't know. Is it, it's, I mean, you know, those guys, is Dino Babers, Babers and you know, you got a was there at Syracuse and obviously not as successful as you wanted. And now is, is Shiana the answer at Rutgers though? Well,
7: Syracuse has been down the past two and a half years, three years. Um, and they're just, they're just not that, that good. I mean, if you watch a little bit of the game from last week against Ohio, they didn't do anything special. And I'll be honest, I like Rutgers offense and their defense held um, Temple. Granted, Temple might be one of the worst teams in the NCAA, you know, power conferences this year. Um, But Rutgers defense only allowed 3.1 yards per rush. And that's what Syracuse tries to do. And I just don't have a lot of faith in that Syracuse offense at such a small at such
2: a small number. Well, maybe Illinois got lucky by not hiring Dino away from Eastern. The way several posters on IlliniGuys.com would have liked to have seen. What do you um, think of
4: that, Larry? <laughs> I was one of the posters who
7: wanted to. Like, <laughs> it, it, it's remarkable what an I, NFL quarterback can do for
2: you. Yes. I it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just ask Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> word. Sorry. So that, it, what about though, just two horrific offenses in that NFL game? Do you think either of those teams can score? That's a great question. Um,
7: I I just think 44 and a half is such a low number. You get off that 45, which is a key number. Um, I mean, the Jaguars, they've got some speed. they got some uh, Chenault um, on the outside. They've got James Robinson at running back. And Trevor Lawrence, I think they're going to be able to throw the ball around on that defense. And so, really, if you're looking at it, you need six touchdowns and a field goal to get this over number. The likelihood, so... The Texans in 13 of their 16 games last season gave up over 30, so there and there's no there's been no improvement, and so I'll yeah. take a I'll take a Tyrod Taylor um, offense as well against that bad Jags team. I just I think this could hit in the third quarter, guys. Like it it's one of those games where I just like I just don't see any defense being played. Like and I get offenses are bad, but I'll take I'll take speedsters on the outside against a bad defense wow so
3: you're actually picking against another message board favorite too in mike leach right i mean everybody wants mike Mm -hmm. leach from mississippi state everybody wanted him you know and i want him too just for the sound bites just so we can (laughs) because he's hilarious right he's fun to listen to but same time you know you're picking against him with nc state i mean sec over acc man i don't know I'm not, a,
7: I'm not a big fan of Will Rogers, that quarterback for Mississippi State. Uh, they just don't really have the skill positions and talent you need for that type of offense. And then when I look at NC State, like, I'll be honest, I'll, I'll own up to it. I was flat wrong on UNC, um, and I don't think they're going to be good at all this year. Um, but that offensive line is horrific. And NC State, they have a very – they were a very good team last year and brought back everyone. And so they have a legit defense, and they've got a legit quarterback so give me the team on a short number that's better talent-wise, better coached. Um, Dave Doran down there has done a fantastic job. Um,
2: I, I love NC State. Give me the Wolfpack all day. In terms of flipping on a team, you've just set a new record for flipping uh, from UNC to anyone else, that was like a four. That was like a four two forty.
7: You know, last last week, uh, you know, for the podcast and the radio, four and four. But honestly, I think there was only one game we were on the wrong side, and that was North Carolina. Uh, Rice, okay. Rice, they were winning for you know forty seven minutes of the game, like covering wise, and that was just
2: a bad beat. Uh, we'll forgive you this time, Brandon. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Well,
3: hey, I gotta say, you know, Will Rogers is like a hundred and. Forty years old. So it's True. no wonder he can't play quarterback. I mean, I'd be trails, Brandon.
7: I'm pretty sure <laughs> that's his. I'm pretty sure that's his name. It's Rogers. I'm pretty sure it's Will. It might be Ty. Why? I don't know. It's Ty or Will. Dad's a fan of Will
3: Rogers. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. but Will you, Rogers is really old. I, Will I, I Rogers remember. and
2: Mike Leach. There's always a quote after the game.
3: Yes, <laughs> there you go. There's entertainment. Entertainment value. <laughs> that's
1: right. Brandon, Walvin, Eye on the Lines the podcast drops every Thursday on line of Brandon, always good. Stuff sometimes more entertaining than what you plan. Um, but we will see you next week.
7: (laughs) Sounds good. And
1: and I'll bail you out with a with a random land of Lincoln tie into North Carolina. Mac Brown's son-in-law is from Mattoon. And and there you go. I'm just full of this hour, aren't I? Get the got the Leonard Hamilton thing and then so okay. Guys, really quick, (laughs) some other games of interest this weekend in college football. How about uh 12th ranked Oregon at number three, Ohio State? Who do you guys like? Buckeye. Oh,
4: yeah. the Buckeyes for
2: sure. Yeah, they're Buckeyes easy.
1: There you go. Uh, Iowa, 10th in the land at number nine, Iowa State.
4: No one's going to score in that game. College game day is going to be there. It's going to be like 10 to six, um, Iowa. All
1: right. Buckeye. <laughs>
2: I'll go Iowa State.
1: <laughs> there you go. A couple of uh, some uh, around the state, uh, some action this weekend. Wyoming at Northern Illinois. The Huskies trying to go 2 0. They went down to Atlanta and beat Georgia Tech last week. A very nice win over the ACC team. EIU's at Dayton, Illinois State at w- Western Michigan. Um, Mike and Patrick Salukis are at uh, K State, Western Illinois go is dogs. Montana. Um, I'm going to bring up this game, number one, Alabama hosting Mercer because my kids go to Mercer. They're going to be at the game. Uh, they're taking the bus from campus. My daughter signed up. I was surprised. Not a big college football fan. I said, it'll be a great experience for you, but you do realize it's a money game. You're going to get killed. And I would ex- explain what a money game is. So, but yeah. so, anyway, <laughs> Alabama, easy. Well, winner.
3: you, you don't always win the money games. We, we, I think I, I've heard yeah. that. I think maybe uh, there might've been a $1.1 million payout that resulted <sighs> in a loss a few days ago. Yeah. Not
2: for Alabama. <laughs> no, that is true.
3: <laughs> no. <laughs> Alabama's
4: going to give him $1.3 probably, and get out of there with a 63-0 win. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, but, uh, you know, Smith kids, be safe. Have fun over there. and uh, tell yeah. us uh, Brett Bielema on the team gut check after a loss that's coming up. And also, still ahead, the view from the Cavalier side of things on the Atlanta Guys Sports Spectacular, powered by AtlantaGuys.com. You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com, on the Illini Guys radio network.
4: Now, let's get back to the studio.
0: Usually if you lose a game, there's more things that you did wrong, right, or, or can be corrected. Um, uh, I, I, I know that uh, as as players, that's what I really challenged them with at the end of my meeting was there's you know, two, two things that can... Uh, Happen from a loss is obviously the start of a losing mentality or a a string of losses or the acceptance and the awareness to make sure they don't happen again. Right. And, and um, I think our guys are hopefully going to be wired into that second phase a lot stronger because they're the only ones that make that decision.
1: Glad you've hopped on this train bottom half of our second hour on the sports spectacular. Hey, thanks to all the fine stations on the Atlanta guys radio network and and a humble thanks to the listeners, the listeners writing in easy for me to try to talk Uh, Ryan, Steve, Catherine, and uh, Tony, some of the listeners who uh, wrote in, uh, we certainly appreciate all the kind words. Info at IlliniGuys.com, I N F O at IlliniGuys.com, if you want to reach us. Um, that was Brett Bieleman just a moment ago talking about the gut check of a team after a loss, the litmus test now in the form of the Virginia Cavaliers on the other sideline.
3: Got have to go out and compete. You know what I mean? And that's the big thing. You know, go out and show that you can. Um, do this and I think that it's going to be a long maybe a longer stretch than we think but at the same time just showing that they can go out and compete this weekend maybe maybe we learn something
2: yeah and I'm I'm going to steal from Matt Stevens the Illini guys staff writer who covers football where he had said that the Nebraska game would really let him know where this team sits and I think it's the Virginia game because if they can compete against Virginia, that bodes well for for this season. Not that they're going to be you know a, a super team, but um, if they go to Virginia and just get pantsed, um, then I think Illini fans will have a very very frustrating season potentially.
4: Now if it's fourteen nothing Virginia in the first quarter, I might just have to walk away. But I have faith. I watched the William and Mary game and the Virginia game. And it just, um, I sized them up and it looks like Illinois has a chance. Now I'm not one of these guys that thinks that, you know, it's just going to be, you know, what is it? uh, Sunshine and lollipops. I'm not thinking it's going to be that. I I know there's going to be, I know it's going to be tough because Virginia has four great players that Illinois is going to have to key in on, but let's remember as we've been saying throughout this entire broadcast, Rome was not built in a day, fellas.
1: Yeah. Speaking of, you know, what about the fans' desires? Is, is this a fast rebuild or should the Illini fans settle in and buckle up? Um, because, yeah, this is uh, this isn't going to happen overnight. Mike, what are your thoughts?
2: Well, as everybody read in my column uh, on Thursday uh, on IlliniGuys.com, um, my heat check and Hail Mary column. Brett Bielma's got a heck of a mountain in front of him. When you take a look at a team that has been under a 40% win percentage the last 20 years. And he has a big rebuild to do, you know, and can, how do you move a mountain? Well, you do it one shovel at a time, but will the uh, Illini fans allow him to do that one shovel full of dirt at a time? That's what coach B has got to deal with is that fans expectations versus, um, the fact that the reality is, is we've sucked at football.
4: Well, uh, here's, I got a question for Brad. Ask your Brad. Okay. Brad, let's dive into this. Are are you happy that Illinois has a guy who wants to recruit? Do you think that this is a a difference maker as far as a coach that loves to coach and recruit where we didn't have that with Lovey? You've oh, no a question.
3: You have to get talent. I mean, the, you're not going to turn around. I mean, I don't care who you put in there. If they don't have enough talent, you're not going to win. And I, I think Bielema realizes that, and he's not just got a staff of, they aren't, you don't see them touting. We have this much NFL experience. They're saying we have guys who've coached in college and recruited elite athletes. And that's what they're doing right now. And I also love that they are Recruiting the state of Illinois, and I know people say, well, that's not the way you don't have to do that, whatever, but I think that's a huge part of it
4: There's well no and question. then what about the whole thing about let's think about this Beamos probably has the most college football head coaching experience in probably forty years
3: at
1: Illinois, right? Oh,
3: no question no question uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, probably you even more than
1: to, Mike White had you yeah go back to Mike to McEvick. I mean it's yeah,
3: yeah, I mean. And unlike most of the guys that they've hired, he's actually won some games occasionally. I mean,
2: yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, and, and that, that's, I guess, my point is, is I think there's a juxtaposition between high expectations because Bielma does have rings on his fingers from winning the Big Ten versus the fact that Illinois football has largely been a train wreck with the exception of 1980 to 1992, except for one or two, three years.
4: And Barry and, Alvarez didn't leave the cupboard there, right?
2: No, no, <laughs> no. he didn't. He didn't. And, and uh, like I said, I think it's going to be a challenge for, for Coach B probably to manage fan expectations, maybe tougher than getting talent into the doors of uh, the University of Illinois.
1: Mike, you bring up a great point, though. The article you had this week on IlliniGuys.com really spelled out um, just the history of this program. And, and I, I think it was, a, it, it was a sobering reminder that, you know, I think those of us who, who were around for the time, you know, the 80s belonged to the Illini, it wasn't like the, the, the program contended for national titles or, or even Big Ten titles on a regular basis. I mean, you had the 83 year that was fantastic. You had some really good competitive teams. Um, you had some exciting moments. There was a great buzz around the program. But when you look at the decade in its totality, it's not like this was a you know a, a team winning 65 percent of their games or something during the 80s. So I mean, you know, this is something that that Brett Bielema um, can build this thing um, if he's if he does it well um, to where it, it becomes you know an era that we really haven't seen um, in the last three generations. Yeah, so
4: You're there. saying that. So are you saying Brett should continue to build that house? in Southwest
1: Champaign. Well, he's going to build the house. <laughs> this isn't going to be around
3: a while. <laughs> I, I, I was just going to say either he's going to do that or in like five years, there's going to be a really nice house available on the market in the Champagne area. So, I mean, uh, it, one of the, one of those two things is going to happen. So I guess it's all positive. Well, so, maybe
2: maybe coach K will finally have that place he can move into. But I, <laughs> Oh,
3: in Muhammad. I, yeah.
2: I, I do think, I do think though, that in the end, You know, I'm willing to be patient. It's been very frustrating. But when I put it into context, taking a look at decade by decade, um, it's it's been brutal and and it's time to stop it, stop the bleeding. But I don't know that anybody can come in here and wave a magic wand and make everything good right away.
1: It's, it's going to take time, and uh, but he's got a great um, support staff. There's no question in, in Josh Whitman and the entire DIA, yep. what they're trying to accomplish. Um, it's, a, it's a department now looking forward um, with some great ideas. And, and I think that's the thing that, um, you know, again, as we talked with Josh last week. He's setting the, the table for a lot of different sports in Illinois to be successful, not just now, but in, in the future. And certainly football is one of those. Uh, Illinois and Virginia the game this weekend just ahead Illinois basketball now knows who it will play in the Big Ten this season Michigan twice Juwan Howard gets two chances to finally beat Brad Underwood we'll discuss and up next the Virginia perspective compliments of Sturdy for 30 this is the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular powered by IlliniGuys.com
0: you have a lot to look forward to growing your family opening your own business retiring to travel leaving your legacy. Busey Bank is here to help you celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work with thoughtful advice, trusted resources, and proven results. Busey is proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini, a champion for purpose and progress since 1868. Member FDIC.
1: Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business, whether it's a leaky roof, windows or door, worn out siding or paint, Outdated kitchen, bathroom, or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today, 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions, 224-880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimate. Once again, 224-880-6000,
3: HX Home Solutions. Welcome back to the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular. Earlier this week, I caught up with Virginia insider Damon Dillman on my Sturdy for 30 podcast and got some inti- insight into the Cavaliers. Here's a clip. I don't know how much you can actually glean from that William
5: and Mary game on Saturday night, because especially from a defensive standpoint, UVA's defense looked tremendous, but William and Mary they were missing their starting quarterback. They were missing their top running back. They were missing their starting left tackle from the last couple of years. And even with those guys, they were picked to finish 11th out of 12 teams in the CAA this season. So I think it would be a whole lot more cause for concern if they hadn't looked the way they did against William and Mary, as opposed to being really excited because of the way they looked. Uh, I don't know if they necessarily intended to go out and pitch a shutout, uh, but still I think, I think there were a lot of positives there, but you can only take so much given how limited William and Mary was. Now, from the offensive side of the ball, I think the final numbers look better than UVA actually did. From an offensive standpoint, they came out and tried to get maybe a little too cute, a little too tricky early in this one. They did a lot. They, they ran a lot of plays where they had multiple quarterbacks on the field at the same time, two or even three quarterbacks on the field at the same time. If you consider Keaton Thompson is a guy who... He came here. He was a four-star quarterback coming out of high school, played at Mississippi State for a few years, played quarterback at Mississippi State the whole time, uh, then transferred here as a grad transfer prior to last year and hurt his shoulder in camp and couldn't throw anymore. So they kind of started moving him around the field just to get him on the field. He's that good of an athlete and he's that much of a potential game breaker. So he caught a couple passes, uh, ran the ball a few times, didn't throw any passes, but he's still listed nominally as a quarterback. But, yeah, but long story short, they tried to do maybe a little too much, get a little too, too tricky early on. And then once they kind of got back to basics a little bit more, things started to slow down, and they started to execute better against William & Mary. So, I don't know. They definitely need to get off to a faster start offensively than they did uh, – They'll need to this Saturday against Illinois than they did against William and Mary. I know you look at 43 points and 500 some total yards and you're like, ah, they rolled and eventually they did, but it was not the crispest, most clean start you'll see from a football team. And they were able to kind of piece things together and get it going late in the game, but they were not happy about the way they played offensively.
3: Illinois defense has a tendency to make teams look good as well. Um, So um, that's kind of been a thing. So, um, you know, they gave up 497 yards last week to Texas San Antonio. So, and, and I will say this, although Texas San Antonio doesn't sound like a good team, they're pretty good. And they, you know, they've been, they've actually had better recruiting classes in Illinois the past three years. So it kind of, it eventually plays out there, but Virginia now, how are I looked at their stats? They used a bunch of different running backs. Um, Uh It wasn't like one guy. Um, It looked like quarterback put up good numbers, like you mentioned maybe later on, but uh, is it a running back by committee or is there one guy there?
5: That's an interesting question because we still don't really know the answer to that one either at this point. They talked coming into this season about how they wanted to lean more on that, quote, traditional running game. Brendan Armstrong, the quarterback, was their leading rusher last year, Uh, but they talked about that hopefully that not being the case this year. You said they had a lot of different rushers, but four, eight guys got carries last week. Four of them were running backs, and then four of them were at least nominally, like I talked about, quarterbacks. So it's going to be interesting to see how that kind of shakes out. Because listening to Bronco this morning or this afternoon, it sounds like they're still intending to get some of those quarterbacks involved in other ways. Ira Armstead is the backup quarterback, and he finished tied for the team leading carries. Jake Rodriguez is a true freshman quarterback who at least long-term the plan is for him to continue to be a quarterback, but it sounds like this year, they're going to get him involved in that. If you look at the depth chart, they have a spot on the depth chart called just FBP football player is what it stands for. And Keaton Thompson, the guy from Mississippi state, I talked about earlier, he's listed as the starter at football player and now Jake Rodriguez uh, that first-year quarterback, he's listed as the backup football player. He wasn't on the depth chart at that spot last year. So, so to answer your question, it's a running back by committee and not just running backs as part of that committee. Wayne Talapapa has been the starter at running back for a while, the last couple of years here, including this year. But he's a guy who – he's a lot more effective in short-yarded situations. You know, fourth and three, third and three, third and two – down near the goal line they're confident that he can he can get that job done but he's not a guy who's a really big threat to break one I think his career long is 31 uh they don't have a lot of long career longs for any of their running backs Mike Hollins is the number two running back he's back this year after opting out a year ago he's always been the guy who looked like maybe that threat to be a big play guy but he like I said he opted out last year as a true freshman two years ago he had a big fumble at Miami and then that kind of got him in Robert and I, the offensive coordinator's doghouse. He didn't play a whole lot after that one. So it's interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see how he kind of fits in and if he can maybe be that potential game breaker guy, but yeah, it's hard to say what they're going to look like at running back because we don't really know. They, I don't know if they necessarily even know. I think, Ideally, they would have somebody emerge and be that number one guy they can lean on. But really, these last couple of years, they haven't had that from the running back spot. And so I think they've kind of cobbled it together the way they did last week against William & Mary. And unless somebody emerges, that's probably the plan going forward.
3: You can hear the interview in its entirety on my podcast series, "Sturdy for 30 on IlliniGuys.com. And wherever you listen or download your podcasts.
4: All right. So my takeaway from Damon Dillman is basically keep an eye on number 99 and 98. F B P football player there, Mike.
2: Yeah. I I tell you what, there's two ways to look at this. I guess. First thing is, is they have four difference makers on offense and it's going to be a challenge for the Illini defense. Or the second thing is, is if you're playing four quarterbacks, that means you don't have one quarterback.
4: Ding, ding, guess We'll
2: have to tune in and find out.
4: Well, I think they're totally disguising these guys with these high numbers. Uh, 99 and 98 isn't that usually like the kicker or the punter i mean that's the last number you get i realize 98's a freshman but geesh
1: <laughs> and they're running back like by committee just like uh, illinois and uh it's its first couple of games as well so this should be uh entertaining um we've got uh, more basketball and we have your quote of the week From Brad Sturdy, he always delivers something. He's got some goods for you. Stay with us. More Sports Spectacular after this quick timeout.
4: free consultation 303-957-3092 that's neon rain at 303-957-3092 or visit them at neonrain.com paramedic firefighter police officer different job titles one common goal to keep communities safe they all risk their lives every day responding to emergencies Just because they accept their jobs can be hazardous doesn't mean they have to be. Is your workplace safe for everyone? Learn more about the Put Yourself in Our Boots campaign at rboots.ca. This message brought to you by the John Petropolis Memorial Fund.
0: You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by
4: IlliniGuys.com, on the Illini Guys radio network. Now, let's get back to the studio.
1: The Illini Guys Sports Spectacular, powered by AlaniGuys.com. You know, just a moment ago, we were talking about um, the Illinois football build. Is, it, is this, a, is this a, a quick fix? Is it going to take some time? And, and, and during the commercial break, Brad Sturdy had the, the, the quote of the week to set this up. Brad,
3: go ahead. From the noted philosopher Phil Connors of Groundhog Day, when Chekhov saw the long winter, he saw a winter bleak and dark and bereft of hope. Yet we know that winter is just another step in the cycle of life. But standing here among the people of Champaign-Urbana and basking in the warmth of their hearts and hearts, I couldn't imagine a better fate than a long and lustrous winter.
2: (laughs) Does does Groundhog Day count as sci-fi with the time travel?
3: It, It could. I guess we could throw that in there. I, I, the other thing I can't decide, maybe it's his other quote that we should use. It's going to be cold. It's going to be gray and it's going to last you for the rest of your life. (laughs) So I don't know which one of those, (laughs) which one of those philosophical genius, Phil Connors.
1: There you go. Well, I'm, I'm going to vote for, uh, six, six more years of winning seasons. Okay. (laughs) There
3: you go. We're
1: not going to Amen. Winning seasons of, there we go. So, uh, football, call that a,
2: that's a start, Larry, six years is a start.
1: It's starting right now. <laughs> let's just let's from my lips to God's ears. There we go. So this, uh, the fan base and the program and everybody deserves to turn this around. And I think b is going to get it done. Um, Illinois Virginia is uh, the game of the week in football, but let's talk basketball. Hey, the big 10 releasing its schedules this week, guys. Um, Let's, uh, Mike, I'm going to get your thoughts first. Uh, let's start with the, with the, with the men.
2: I, I got to be honest with you. Um, I have circled that Ohio State game on the 24th of February. That was the highest rated game but, uh, that was a non-NCAA game, was that Big Ten championship. And I think those two teams are going to put on a heck of a show. Obviously, we have the, the games against Michigan, This is a fantastic schedule. And I know, Larry, you had some discussion points last year about a lack of CBS games. And it seems like this year we're going to have some opportunities to play that big Sunday game on CBS. Maybe you can kind of explain that to the folks.
6: Yeah,
1: absolutely. I was very disappointed. Anyone on IlliniGuys.com knows because I went on several rants on this because it was (laughs) true. The CBS games on the weekends, once the NFL season tapers down, you get to Super Bowl weekend and on and on, those are the marquee games every weekend. Now, I know you get ESPN and, and Fox has come in, and done a fantastic job with their weekend coverage and their Big Ten package. But traditionally, those CBS games, those are the games. Those are the marquee games. Michigan had three of those. Illinois had none with Ayo Dasumu, a National Player of the Year candidate, with Kofi Coburn, the Big Ten Freshman of the Year. How did they not have any of those games? They did not play on CBS until the Big Ten semifinals. Well, here's the thing you got to win and you got to win consistently. Fast forward a year later, and Illinois potentially could be on CBS five consecutive weekends to end the season, starting with Super Bowl Sunday and that uh, Saturday game that's at Indiana. The next weekend they host uh, Northwestern. Um, They come up later on, and they play the game uh, at Michigan on a Sunday. Final regular season game, they're home against Iowa. So this is a program that, as you look at this, they're going to be on in the – uh in in the spotlight i mean on the target everybody's target front and center stage for as you come down the stretch in this ncaa tournament and uh, and one of the leaders of course in the big 10 tournament everyone stays healthy and does what they think they can do that's called winning consistently that's called respect from cbs from college basketball's elite to have illinois with that kind of stage we haven't seen that in a very long time and that's the first thing i noticed about the schedule
3: I love the schedule the way it sets up for Illinois. I think they've got some very winnable games early. Um, They have a tough gauntlet in February, but everybody has a tough gauntlet in the Big Ten in February, so um, that's nothing new. But and then they close with some home games, chance to you know get get right for the Big Ten tourney. I think it's interesting though. You mentioned being on Sundays. They have no Saturday home games um, in the Big Ten season, so that's kind of a weird weird dynamic. The only Saturday home games they have would be um, before. The Big Ten, you know, non-conference, they so have a Saturday home game, so and that's an interesting. What
4: about in November? November fifteenth, do you know who's on the schedule? This is more of fan interest. Shaka Smart and Marquette. It's more of a what could have been. Glad we don't have you, kind of thing. Uh, I think checking in on Chaka Smart's like checking on your ex-girlfriend on Facebook and being like, "Wow, you did me a favor. Thank you so much." <laughs> wow
2: Patrick has a lot of those moments
1: <laughs>
3: yeah. I, clearly that's, that's not where I would have gone he, spends, that's, that's he okay. spends too much time checking on his old girlfriends I think man Patrick come on man
2: checklist is a mile long
1: folks. <laughs> yeah. a mile long that's a Marquette <laughs> game by the way the only road game in the non-con for Illinois on this schedule but uh, again check that out uh, finding Illini.com we'll have it on com as well uh, in the next uh, few days uh, Brad want to talk very quickly as well about the, the women's schedule. Um, uh, you kind of like what uh, Nancy Fahey is trying to accomplish and maybe this year she can uh, turn the corner with that program.
3: Yeah, they just really need to be a little more competitive. Hopefully they can move up in the rankings. Um, the big 10 though is loaded. It might be the best women's basketball conference in the country this year. Um, and they, you know, Maryland is obviously an elite team. And so it's going to be uh, it's going to be tough, but I think they've, added the right pieces, maybe they can push to win a few more games. They've won in the past few years
1: and really rooting for her. She had such a great career at WashU for all those years and uh, happy that she's part of this program and rooting for them to, uh, to turn things around as well. Hey, we're out of time. It's amazing how fast these two hours go by every weekend, but we appreciate you coming along for the ride today, Uh, working on a very special guest for next week. Uh, We're still trying to set this up. So we don't want to name a name yet, but you definitely wanted to check in and make sure uh, that this uh, Atlanta grade is on. It's going to be a very special uh, interview if uh, if we are able to land that. So we hope you'll join us then uh, for all for from all of us here on IlliniGuys.com and the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular. Enjoy the game. Have a safe weekend. Thanks to all of our guests. Thanks for you for, for checking in. And we will see you next week. ILL.
2: i and I.
0: This has been a presentation of LMBC Sports, LLC, and JM Talent Productions. We'll be back next week on the Illini Guys Radio Network on these same stations across Illinois.